This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. My name is Logan, and that means you are listening to another episode of the Crowncast. It's a post-react. We played in the bank. We won a game. Who is this team? Charlotte FC, we're back, baby. We're back. Is that overreacting? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, what, what I have to say to you is that there will be some people out there in the world who will look at this, this game and they'll say, we beat Toronto. Bottom of the league, very much not good at football right now. Lots of injuries, Toronto. And what I have to say right now to those people is go be in your corner. I'm having fun with this one. <laughs> I am so excited to have won a game. I'm pumped. It feels really good. And here to be pumped with me, as ever, is Jerson. Hello, Jerson. Hello, hello, hello. I'm glad to be back, especially after a great game that we had today um, towards the end of the season. But what better way to uh, make me not depressed um, than to give um, get a 3-0 win today at the bank? Oh, we needed that, Logan. Yes, yes, we did. And because it's a very special day, because Charlotte FC did the good, as the kids say, we have a special guest, uh, Perry. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. This is uh, this is a. Uh this is a fantastic honor to be here uh, on this day, and especially after a great uh, Charlotte FC win. Yep. So we have uh, – I get to tell your story very briefly, and then I'll let you tell it the way it actually is instead of my <laughs> embellishing it. Uh, you and I had an interesting meeting. Uh, your uh, officer, Perry, might be uh, the more correct terminology, although you are now retired. Congratulations. Yes, retired. Yes, yeah. very much so. <laughs> um so you're not here today specifically because you're a police officer, but because of the time that you uh, worked at the games that you helped organize them. Yes, that's how we met. I was uh, one of the one of the uh, field officers for um, the Charlotte FC for the inaugural season. Um, I was I was down there up and through uh, May, and then uh, I retired June first after a long long career with the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department. And I am going to uh, I'm going to hype you up, as they say, <laughs> and. I'm gonna I'm gonna shake your hand physically in person here. You, the, obviously, the listeners can't see that. But uh, one of the things that really impressed me when I met you is you gave off the air of being there to help people first, and I've always really appreciated that uh, the the people who who step up for the community and and feel their job is to aid first. So, thank you. Well, well, thank you for the for the kind words. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was very fortunate in my career, and some of the some of the uh, the things I did. Uh, one of the one of the highlights was being able to work at the stadium. Uh, I enjoyed the inaugural season of, of Charlotte FC, and then uh, the first uh, the first part of this season. Uh, I've been there for a number of years working the uh, the Panthers, and uh, um, I've worked quite a number of the sporting events here in Charlotte, uh, to include the the Charlotte Knights. Uh, I worked a, a bit of a stint for the NBA All-Star Game, and then up until this year, I worked at the uh, Quell Hollow uh, Club for um, the Wells Fargo event, and then as well the uh, the PGA Championship in 2017, and then uh, finished up out there with the President's Cup. So uh, we've worked a number of the uh, sporting events here in Charlotte. You know all the sports, but... Today specifically, we we have you here not uh, because of of those. We have you here because you're actually a longtime football fan, long time long time soccer fan. Uh, I'm wearing my uh, Charlotte 49ers uh, soccer jersey. Mm -hmm. um, I'm an alumnus of graduated there in 1994 uh, before I joined the police department. Uh, but my my uh, oldest uh, child, my son, actually played soccer, and uh, I was able to become a 
uh, assistant coach for him for uh, the Mint Hill Athletic Association. And I did that for a number of years, assistant coach between 2009 and uh, I guess 20, roughly 2013. Um, saw a lot of soccer, learned uh, that way, and um, was super excited when the MLS came to town. Yeah, and uh, shout out obviously to Brant Bronico, uh, with whom you, you share an alma mater. I I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into it because I I know that you know this game quite well. This was your first time getting to attend a match as a fan, correct? So this was my my this was not my first MLS game. Uh, this was my first time attending a Charlotte FC game as a fan. I had worked those before. Uh, my son and I this has been a number of years ago actually attended a MLS game down in Orlando, Florida. We saw. Uh, the Orlando uh, team play. Uh, my son's favorite team at the time was the Seattle Sounders. Uh, that mm-hmm. was back in the uh, Clint Dempsey days. Yep. So, uh, the so era, yeah, the so, era of the Sounders. Yeah, they were, when when they were doing very very well. Um, so yes, yeah, so I do love uh, I love a lot of sports, uh, but uh, football has a has a very special uh, place in our household. So I'm going to hit you with one question that you weren't expecting. This is my favorite thing to do because you get to put people on the spot just a little bit. Okay. And that is having now had the experience of being a fan in Bank of America, being a part of the supporter section, what is it like? Was it everything you thought it was going to be? It was even it was even better. So uh, attending with me was my was my wife and this was this was her first MLS game and uh, She's a little is not is not fi- uh, uh, a big fan of being around large crowds, but she was super excited for the whole thing and she was nudging me and was like, "Why is this guy doing this?" or what you know that that sort of thing. Um, the supporter section, everything it's cracked up to be, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, we did not get showered in beer, which was very very good. So we will we will we will m- definitely come back. Uh, it was. Uh, even tonight, with the multiple goals that was scored, I fully expected to be, you know, to at least leave with a, you know, beer-soaked shirt. But uh, that that did not happen. Now I will say this: I was in uniform uh, last season, and uh, the first several games of the season, I was assigned to the supporter section, and I got drenched in uniform uh, in beer, <laughs> and that is not fun to have beer down your. Back of your vest, on your uniform. I was like, oh my gosh, I smell like a, a factory, and I haven't had one drop. You know, I haven't consumed one drop. I have a good story that I'll tell very quickly, and that was in my third game. Uh, it was before the match, and I was leaned up against the the railing that was, you know, I, I was doing something on my phone. I was posting a social media post. I was leaned up, and, a, and someone that spilled a full beer over the railing onto my head, full <laughs> giant beer. And since that day, I've just been like, you know what? Sometimes you're going to leave Charlotte FC soaked in beer. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and get into it because you're not just here as a guest. You're also here as somebody who got to, to look at the game and we trust you. So that means that you get to give out crowns today. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Would you give out your first crown on the crown cast? So uh, this is this is going to be obvious for for folks listening that have been that have watched this this season and and watched this team, uh, Carol Swiderski. I mean that guy. He's he's, it's like he's in the right place at the right time. Uh, he he um, he gives it his all. I think uh, I, I I I don't really understand why the coach pulls him. You know, subs him so late. I've, I've, I've I'm like just let him play the entire game. Uh, I realize these guys need breaks, but I mean that guy brings it. Um, you know, he he brings it. He's he's out there running. It's it's it's. Yeah, I 
what else can you say about the guy? I mean, he, he is he is Charlotte FC. Um, I, I hope we can keep him, but I don't know how that's going to work out long term. Um, yeah, I think that you hit a very, very good point. And this is something we've been talking about for several games now, that Carroll has just been going out there and increasing his value every single game, and he just never gives up. Um, another great game from him. And, you know truly truly deserve crown because he has found a way to consistently and that's the key word because that's something about this team that we haven't had all season he has consistently been that man of the match for us and another another great game and just like you said we would love to keep him right yep logan uh you know i, I think he's the one you point out obviously he's the one who if you get two goals i mean i i understand that uh, your friends are here. Um, <laughs> I uh, I understand that, um, you know, Brian, now I'm going to have to ask you not to edit that out. Uh, <laughs> uh, if if you get a game where someone scores two goals, even if they're from penalties, and then has an assist, you really can't say anything other than they lit it up. But the thing that, that makes me so excited for him is he has lost that, that piece of inhibition that was stopping him from just taking stuff. He's... The last couple games, he just looked like everything belongs to him. And that's what I want out of my striker. That's what I want out of my number nine. I want him to walk on that field and go, all of this is mine. And if you want to try and take it, you have to go through me. I love it. I think it's great. Uh, Jerson, who do you want to give out a crown to? Well, the person who I am going to give a crown to is actually um, going to be part side-by-side side with um, Carol. Um, and whether it is a, for a good reason or a bad reason, you know, we'll tell um, at the end of this sentence. So my crown is going to go for <laughs> Enzo Capetti. Now, for every single person who is listening, know that I am a Capetti stan. I love him. I love his attitude. And I love that he has the dog in him. Now, <laughs> does that mean that he plays great every single game? Absolutely not. Um, but I think that today he did exceptional. Um, now, the one thing he was missing was hitting the back of the net, which was very unfortunate. Um, as we all know, we saw a ball that clearly passed a certain line, but I digress. We're not going to get too much into that, but there is also a big elephant in the room, and that needs to be addressed because there's clearly some sort of tension that is going on in this team um, between two specific players, um, two crowns, ironically. So um, I think that that's something that is something that we might have to talk a little bit about um, as the episode goes on but yes that is the person that i want to give my card to um and if it shocks people deal with it because <laughs> this is my my crown so yep. it's your crown you get to yep. give it to who you want i will say i think he had a good game uh, i i was watching him consistently and obviously there's tension between carol and enzo pretty much everybody knows this at this point they're not the best of friends uh, but there's a part of that that i don't mind I want, if you have two attacking players, I want them at each other's throats. Now, I want them at each other's throats in competition. I don't want them at each other's throats, like, actually, right? I don't want I don't want bad blood in the locker room, but I want two guys who are going to look at each other and go, no, I want this chance. I'm putting my name on the score sheet. I'm the one who wants to take this light because it drives both of them forward. If you look at Enzo Capetti's performance today, he was pissed. But he was pissed because today Carroll took his light, mm -hmm. and he still played pretty well. Perry, you went in on this. So I feel like with with Capetti um, at the beginning of this season, he frustrated the Dickens out of me for a number of things that he did. The uh, the just the the 
and I saw a vast, vast improvement in him in this game today because I, I didn't see that. The beginning of the season, it was like every ball that was challenged, you know, he's he's crying to the referees, and that that just that just as a former coach, this just sort of frustrates me. To you know, you're you know you're not. It's it's like you're more focused on you know getting you know approval from the referee as opposed to just playing the game, and that's what I want to see. Um, so yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that. The old playing the ref, not the game, and I do think he's getting better at playing the game. And there are times. I mean, he did actually get a penalty, not this not this game, but he has gotten one out of those dives. Uh, marginal gains is maybe the way I want to talk about it. <laughs> I am going to go into my crown. And for the people who've heard me on this podcast, when I say the name Breck Diagata, you're going to be like, well, that's Logan, and that's Breck Diagata. This guy is so good. And it's so clear. We've talked about in the past how at the highest levels of the game, you can't take a defender and just make them a forward. You can't take a forward and just make them a, a defender. Breck Diagata is a midfielder. He is someone who is incredibly good at moving from the outside of the pitch to the inside of the pitch in the middle third. And anybody who gets in his way, anybody who tries to stop him in that path is dust. It's it's spectacular to watch. And if I have any complaints about him, it's that he's old enough now that I'm not going to get to see him play for that long. It's amazing how quickly I have fallen in love with this player. And I might come to, to eat those words. But what he does for this team against Toronto, air quotes, what he does for this team is special. This midfield has never looked so connected. We did not have those fast pace, short balls that move through teams. We did not have people in the midfield making those really intelligent runs. We didn't have that level of passing unless it was coming from Ashley Westwood or Carol Swiderski. And now we have someone to connect those two, right? I, I love seeing what this player comes uh, what this player brings, he he comes in today in his preferred spot, and and we see what what he can do. Uh, Jerson, what do you think of Diagata? Well, um, first and foremost, we gotta take into consideration that this man probably scored the goal of the season. Yep. For Charlotte. Oh, FC. I didn't even say it, he he scored an amazing scorpion. Yeah, you for, <laughs> completely forgot that he scored a goal. You were just talking about how great he he did on the field, but declare. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that was an amazing goal. Um, I had the absolute um, pleasure and luxury to be right there and take a video of that. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll we'll post that or not. We'll see. I'll, depends on how I'm feeling by the end of tonight. But it was quite exciting. Um, we've talked about him in many many different lights about how he is some a player that brings something else to this team that we needed. Um, I think we always had those individual pieces but nobody that brought the pieces together and he has um proven um time and time again except for one game um that he he is that <laughs> player that is allowing us to come together and what better way to show it than with a nice little scorpion goal today perry do you have anything to add to this i don't have anything to add on that it, the, that goal was was phenomenal phenomenal yeah. that if, if you were gonna attend one as a fan where you get to see probably the goal well definitely the goal of the season i think maybe we could argue that the uh the Olympico last season is is in that same same league of quality. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and uh, Perry jump into your second crown. So for my second crown, this is this this guy is 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 my favorite on the Charlotte FC. And when I, when I talk about this about this guy, he he is somebody that I I I love seeing uh, play just because of his speed, his ability to clean things up. It's it's 
and that's uh, Camille Wozniak. Josiak. Mm-hmm. Um, he he is uh, he was all over the field tonight. He. Uh, um, he, he is just one of my favorites when I can see him flying down uh, this, uh, the uh, um, the right side it's 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 something special and uh, he he is one where uh, I've watched games in the past where he's he's you know was either injured or uh, you know coming in on as a sub and that just took a little little bit of wind out of my sails as far as enjoying the game because he's he's somebody that uh, I think is really special for this Charlotte club yeah he is one of the players who we've talked about in the past on this podcast and I have said I think is kind of in the last chance saloon uh, we have seen him be passed up for the starting positions not that long ago and if you are going to get an opportunity like this to to remind the fans to remind Latanzio to remind uh, the MLS who you are boy it's hard to do a better job than that isn't yeah, it holy yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was lightning and uh all caveats aside, he is essentially solely responsible. Now, obviously, work has to be done by others, but he creates two goals. Without him in this team today, two of those goals do not happen. And it, it's just it, it's a lightning special performance from Kamil, who I think needed it, yes. which makes yes. it feel all the better. Thoughts on Kamil? Yeah, I think that you, you said it perfectly. It, it almost felt like... He was fighting um, for his life out there, you know, like every single thing. Like he, he was given the opportunity to, to be a starter today, and he took it and he rolled with it and tried. It's almost like he did this to show Latanzio, hey, like I'm here, like count me in. Because as we as we talked about um, in previous podcasts, he just keeps getting overlooked and overlooked. I mean, they even made um, Bender a, a winger for a couple of games right. instead of choosing him. Um, so you know, that's one of those things that. I'm glad to see because he was definitely well deserving of a crown. Um, obviously, I personally feel like if it wasn't Soderski that got the man of the match, it, it could have been um, Juzwiak as well. So, very very excited for him. Um, hopefully, this is this shows that um, obviously the season is coming to an end. Um, but maybe if with a full healthy um, Juzwiak next next season, we can expect to have him to be a consistent. So. One of the things that I want to just very briefly touch on is we've talked about the fact that both of the Polish players uh, who we've both we've given uh, crowns to today, both of them have a ceiling that's just in space. Both of them can reach heights that are devastatingly good. And our concerns with them have always been whether or not they can consistently hit that ceiling. Right. I am starting to see a little bit more regularity out of Carroll. Now that I've seen this again from Kamil, it can't be a once every six times he appears. Right. right. He has to bring this or this adjacent. I'll take a little better. That's technically adjacent, right? Go score two on top of having an amazing game. Uh, it has to be this or this adjacent now with regularity because one game does not absolve you of many missed opportunities, but it does put you back in the mind, and I, I really think that's a special moment for him. Jerson, I believe you're up for your second crown? Yes, yes. So um, the person that I'm going to give my second crown to is actually a player that I feel like often um, gets overlooked, but I think that today he probably had one of his best games, and that is Andrew Privet. Um, now, we all know that our defense has been such a roller coaster of emotions this whole season, um, whether we're putting Nathan Byrne as a center back um, or putting him on the left side, but our defense has really just been... An emotional wreck, but <laughs> Andrew has really come in today, um, and 
like I said, it's, it's his best game. Um, there was I didn't see a single mistake from him. Um, now, I was in the field for a little bit, so maybe I have missed a couple things. But from where I was at and from what I was able to see, I think that he stepped up today. And this is the first time in the season that I've actually felt confident about our defensive line. And every single player came together and played well, and he was a pivotal, pivotal part of that and defending that left side of that defensive line. I I want to get on Andrew Privet because, one, Toronto's passing was not, not great, but they were trying to break lines. They were very specifically trying a long ball up the pitch through those, those two center backs, and both Melanda and Privet went out, and they just used Toronto to boost their numbers today. It was uh, Andrew Privet had all of the people on Toronto's passes read before those people got the ball. It was incredible. The number of long ball passes that were attempted to go through that back line for an on-running person, and Andrew Privet was just like, oh, I'm here in the way of the ball. Too bad for you. And we started attacking again. I think deserves to be shouted out. He did a really good job today, and Toronto may not have made it his hardest day, but man, did he he really shut them down. I must say that when the, the Charlotte FC went up two nothing, I, I got nervous. Oh yeah, we I, all did. I had I I I have seen enough games this season to know that 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 is is clearly not safe. But uh, um, uh, I thought Privet did well with the passes. I, I thought the the entire back line did 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 well. There was a couple, I guess a couple a couple times in the second half, but. Really, um, you know, they, they were able to take care of that, take care of business defensively. So I'm, I'm going to switch it up on you guys because I feel like we've done a pretty good job of talking about the defensive line there, and I think Privet probably deserves to stand out a little bit more than Melanda. I'm going to go to Christian Kalina. Uh, the truth is Christian Kalina gets a crown for me today. He's had a couple of really good games in a row, and I, I, I think the, the standard remains he's never going to be the best long ball passer on planet Earth. It's never going to be Kalina... That, that's who he is, right? But he is doing a little bit better job of coming out and protecting his area. He's coming out and claiming crosses a little more. He's coming out and being willing to cut out danger before it happens instead of doing that thing where he sort of like sits and waits to try and take the one-on-one. He makes a couple of really, really good saves today, one of which uh, I think was a spectacular save. And I think at this point we have, we've almost forgotten about the fact that that is a superpower of Kalina, his ability to save shots is genuinely remarkable. And it's been so long since we've called him out. I think that having seen, I would call it very marginal, but improvement over the past couple of games in him and the consistency by which he is capable of making these saves, it amazes me and it reminds me that he's a very good goalkeeper and Charlotte FC is probably lucky to have him. Uh, so I'm going to do Kalina Jerson. Yeah, um... I think he had a lot of great stops while I was down there in the field. I know that there was one that it was kind of I wouldn't say it was a one on one, but they shot it directly and he caught it with his um, with his chest. But the amazing one where he stopped the surprise free kick, mm-hmm. my goodness, that that one he, I looked down like I, I looked down and then I looked up. I was like, wait, what happened? You know, like <laughs> wait a minute, hold on, what are they trying to do here? But good thing on Kalina because. Out of everybody in that team, he was the only one that was alert enough to stop because everybody was shocked whenever that that shot was taken. So, we've we've talked about um, what we love and what we don't love about um, Kalina, but today was an outstanding game. Um, 
Do you know off the top of your head when the last clean sheet was? I mean, like somewhere in, in 1987, probably, for um, Charlotte FC? It was probably one of those um, consistent ties that we had. I don't know. That was, it was oh, a dark yeah, I, it was, I guess there was a 0 0. It's a dark that period. That was a dark period of. of of us right there, you know. Yeah, I, I do remember there was a 0-0. I want to say it was the game after the L.A. game. But uh, either way, uh, Perry, thoughts on Christian Kalina today? You had a good view. You were close to him. Oh, Christian Kalina, he, he's he's phenomenal. I was I was frustrated with Christian Kalina last season, at the very beginning of last season. I thought, my gosh, this guy. He, he When he when he takes the ball and, and, and you know, for using a, a – American football term, you know, throwing, getting the ball into double coverage, and then it comes right back to us. I, I, it's just frustrating. But he seemed to have worked all those out. A little concerned with him at the beginning of the season because he was coming off injury. But uh, he has, he has, uh, he he played solid today. Um, so I, I, you know, I think you guys have hit all the highlights with with Kalina. He's he's also another one of my favorites. Got gotta love it when we get a three zero win. We haven't seen one of those in a long time. The clean sheet feels super good. The fact that it felt like such a complete performance, like, yeah, they got a couple of breakaway shots on us, but for 95% of that game, Toronto presented absolutely no threat, and that felt really good, and I'm really excited for it. Uh, I think we are going to go ahead and begin to wrap it up here. We'll get this one out to you guys so you can listen to it. First and foremost, I'd like to say thank you so much to Perry. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This This is phenomenal. Thank you. And Jerson. It's been a pleasure. As ever, if you have decided to spend your time with us, we love you. Jerson's got the heart up. I love that. Uh, we love you. If you want to find us online, you can find us on Instagram at the underscore crown underscore cast. You can find us on Twitter or X at the underscore crown cast. And that's it, baby. We will talk to you again on Wednesday when we break all this down. <laughs> Goodbye. Queen City Podcast Network.com.